This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A Utini Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now, it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Oh my gosh, I feel so powerful when that theme hits. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bounty Hunt, a Utini Network podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Eric Eilerson, and joining me on this week's hunt are two of my best fellow hunters. First, we have remote worker, Dr. Corey Helton. Yeah, this uh, this remote work kind of sucks, I'm not going to lie. I'm in like my goodness. In a strange white room. Ooh, where am I? Oh, I don't know. I got my, com- my YouTube comments on my phone like a plebeian. This what is this gaming headset? That's, this what is this what is this what amateur podcasters do? Yeah, this is what your Patreon yeah. dollars pay for, everyone. We also right. have running the show tonight, though. Wes Jenkins, hey man. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bounty Hunt. A, yeah, you did it. You know, trying to I'm trying to get on Eric's level here, but I'm I'm severely taking a left turn. So back it, to it you, Eric. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you are new to Bounty Hunt, uh. I saw those eyebrows. Gosh, dang it. Uh, This is our show uh, where we're going to talk about the extra content in Star Wars. And our mark this week is The Bad Batch. Season one, episodes one and two, Aftermath and Cut and Run. Guys, we had new Star Wars television this week. And it's getting to feel normal. I'm worried about that, but it's right. (laughs) We had a lot of new Star Wars. We had what? Almost what is 108 minutes? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> a lot. We yeah. got a movie. <laughs> yeah. In one week, it's 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 cool. It's just cool because I is. remember you know Mando started and we're like, oh, it's great. Clone Wars season seven. Oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mando season two. My goodness. And I now know, it just keeps going, keeps going. And like we were just talking before the show started, like thank God it's good. Like it's really, really <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like seriously. Yeah. I mean, eventually, that eventually that is likely to happen, right? There's gonna be a show that comes out, and we're like, that was like not good, right? Like <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna happen. Welcome to Bernie Hunt. The <laughs> <laughs> show where we're forced to watch shows that are not good. Yeah. Just completely take to a tangent of us talking about rebels or something. Well, this is kind of like rebels. Like, oh, I remember rebels. Yeah, <laughs> rebels. Like, <laughs> well, luckily oh. for us, though, we are here not to talk about a bad show because we're talking about the bad batch show. Mm. Um, mm. What we are going to do, we're going to briefly recap both episodes at the top. Uh, so we're treating this as like one mega episode. Speaking of mega, a huge shout out to our staff writer, Meg Dowell, our editor in chief, who has been putting together recaps of the shows. So if you head over to utini.com, check out Meg's recaps on Fridays. Um, well, Wednesday, technically Tuesday and Fridays. Uh, but whenever a Bad Batch episode releases, Meg has been doing a great job putting up those recaps. So if you want to refresh yourself before you watch Bounty Hunt, head over to there, Meg. Awesome job. I hope you enjoy your week long vacation you're about to take. Absolutely. Relax. And they're Relax. in the description below. Mm. Look you at you. Anyways. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> so this will not be Meg's, but I will do my best to recap the first two episodes of The Bad Batch. All right. Episode one, Aftermath. We begin in a somewhat familiar situation on the planet Color, where Jedi Master Depa Balaba and her Padawan, Baby Caleb Doom, are fighting alongside some clone troopers and nothing bad is happening. Um, some droids show up, but the Bad Batch shows up as reinforcements and helps out. But then, uh-oh, the dreaded Order 66 happens in like the first five minutes of the episode and all chaos breaks loose. Depa Balaba is gunned down as she yells for Caleb to run away and Caleb runs, but he's chased by Hunter and Crosshair. Now, the Bad Batch isn't exactly following the orders of Order 66 as we know, but there's something still off about our friend Crosshair. There's a pursuit through the woods. Crosshair tries to take a couple shots, but Hunter stops him, and Caleb escapes. Hunter lies, said he killed him, and now some tension is within the group. But it's back home to Camino to see the rest of the clones and see what's going on. Back on Camino, changes are happening. Admiral Tarkin has come, and he wants to evaluate because the clones may be starting to phase them out. We hear Palpatine's famous speech from Revenge of the Sith that starts up the Empire, and we meet Omega. A young girl 
who we find out is another clone. The Bad Batch then goes into a training exercise that Tarkin wants to see, and he puts live fire on them to really stress test them, and something truly isn't right. Uh, a little bit of a food fight breaks out in the cafeteria between the clones, the regs, and the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch are jailed, essentially, and Crosshair is taken out because his inhibitor chip is kind of working, but they, they jack it up to 11. Uh, so he becomes very angry and begins to turn against his squad. Omega then helps the rest of the Bad Batch escape from Kamino. Crosshair arrives in his new, sleek, Death Trooper-esque black armor. A firefight happens, and the Bad Batch and Omega escape from Kamino, not following Order 66, and now they are on the run from the new Empire. Episode 2, Cut and Run. The Batch lands on Seleucami, where, if you that may sound familiar, it's because we already went there in the Clone Wars, where we met Cut a clone who deserted and married Sue, a Twi'lek. Um, and they have been having their own little life. And the Bad Batch says, you know what? We got to hide out here. We're all deserters now. Cut tells them that they just missed Rex, uh, who was there a couple days earlier, or the day before. So now they know that Rex is also a little confused, but they're on the run. It's time for them to leave Sulukamai because it's getting a little too hot. The Batch heads into town and they see that the Empire has already started to clamp down on everyone. The clones are looking a lot like stormtroopers already. Impounding ships, requiring clearance codes. It's not good. Because if Cut applies for a code, they're going to know he's a deserter. No good. Meanwhile, Omega hangs out with the kids and learns how to be a kid. She sees dirt for the first time. She's never left Kamino after all. And she has a little nasty encounter with the Nexu, but she's fine. Learns a little life lessons. The Bad Batch then decides they will help obtain the codes for Cut's family. But Hunter wants him to take Omega with them. She deserves a normal life in his eyes. Tech and Echo then break into the Bad Batch's impounded ship. Omega takes the codes, rewrites them, even though he learned about them three minutes beforehand because he's a genius. And Omega takes the codes back to the family right before they're discovered. A bunch of firefights break out again. Deceptions ensue. But then Omega decides she belongs with Hunter. She wants to stay with this new family. And the Bad Batch with Omega get off planet once more and cut Sue and their family get off world to start a new life. And that, my friends are the first two episodes of The Bad Batch Season 1. Boys, what did we think? It, it feels like I was there. <laughs> yeah! I the think we started, definitely started off with a bang, because I was, I was not thinking Order 66 was going to be so quick, and it yeah. was within the first you know 20 seconds of, yeah. Yeah. of uh, the I, Clone uh, Wars logo burning up. And then, I know. That was crazy. It happened super, super fast. I was not expecting it to happen so fast either. Like when they did actually show it, like the clones like turned around or whatever. And they're like, oh, we got an order coming through. I thought for sure there would be like a few minutes of like kind of, you know, messing around. But no, like you see and hear Palpatine's face like in the next frame. And it's yeah. like, oh, shit, this is happening right now. All right, here yeah. we go. Yeah, here we go. Here's the Bad Batch. Here's Balaba. Order 66. Balaba's dead. Like, bam, bam, bam. And yeah, yeah. Because we thought it might happen like at the act break, like maybe two thirds of the way. So we thought that that was going to be the drama of the first episode. Mm -hmm. And that was the, the prologue. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I don't know about you guys, but like I like had a total brain lapse like with uh, with with Kanan. Right. Like I didn't recognize that it was him. I was like, God, the voice is familiar. And my yeah. and Caitlin, Caitlin, we were watching together. She was like, whoa. And then she explained it to me. And I'm like an idiot. And I'm mm -hmm. like, OK, wow. OK, that's that's an interesting touch. I'm surprised they went that. I wonder if he's done with the show, too, by the way. Yeah. And that's and that's one of the things I want to that's the first thing we'll talk about, because that was easily the most controversial thing, I think. Well, not easily the most controversial, but it was a big, big sticking point for a lot of fans. But before we do, if you're new to Bounty Hunt, what we try to remember to do, if I put it in the outline and I didn't this time, but I remembered anyway, we will rate these uh, episodes on a one to ten scale, just like we do in roundtables. Um, and then at the end, we'll see if we like them a little better and such things. So. Uh, we'll do them separately. Episode one, episode two. I want to hear two ratings from you. Uh, Wes, let's start with you. Okay. Episode one rating and then episode two rating out of 10. So episode one is probably going to get a higher rating than I'm going to give episode two only because I was not expecting the order 66 to come so quickly. I was thinking, well, I was thinking halfway through the season, but, um, we got it rather quickly. So I'm going to give it mm -hmm. an 8.9. Solid. Yeah, solid. Just, I mean, hit hit the ground running. We have Order 66. We have the clones now. Um, 
going after the Jedi. We have a death, and then we see, ugh, we see a horrid, horrid white blanket being, I guess, uh, being carried so across. Dark, the, dude. Yeah, Holy the, crap! I forgot that about was crazy. That. Oh yeah, shock tea. R.I.P. Yes. to my draft pick, guys. Uh, like, um, that, oh yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of deep meaning there in that first episode, um, but. We'll go. We'll do episode two um, next next round. So, Corey, yeah. what do you think episode about episode one. one? I would I would give episode one like a nine. I think like I mm-hmm. really enjoyed episode one. Um, like you guys know, I absolutely love Order sixty six stuff. It's fantastic. So, I was really pleased that they that they. You know, I'm I'm really less interested in Order sixty six as much as I am interested in like in the in the quick aftermath of Order sixty six, and that's what yeah the whole yeah was right. So it's like yeah. I absolutely loved. We, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. But I absolutely loved that. Like, they didn't just like immediately go on the run. Like, the whole theme of this episode was like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, I love. Right. <laughs> I love yeah. that they like walked into like chaos happening all around them, and they're like sort of observers to it. That was a very interesting stylistic choice, mm-hmm. I think. So I loved that. That was a ton of fun. So a big fan of this episode. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be right around there with you guys. I uh, I look at the IMDb rating sometimes. And episode one had like a 9.2. And I'm like, that's exactly what I think. Like a oh, 9.2 is where I'll put it. I really, really liked it. I I, I want to get this show room to grow because I'm sure it will. Like yeah. some emotional gut punch moments. But I thought it was a hell of a pilot. You know, yeah. that's one hell of a pilot yeah. um, <laughs> is, is what I was thinking. <laughs> because you're right. I loved that they seemed confused, but not in a way that made them seem stupid. Because like yeah. we, we know so much as an audience about what's going right. on. So I thought they balanced that really nicely. It had enough callbacks to like, you know, the droid from the fives arc was there, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. We got Tarkin in like a lot of cool things. I thought they introduced Omega super well. Like, yeah, I did too. and then we got the the conflict with Crosshair, like a really solidly crafted pilot. So, yeah, were, I think they were able to do it because they were they had that 70 some odd minutes to tell the story in one yeah. episode. Yeah, for sure. It probably sure. wouldn't have been as good if they rushed some of those parts in a 30 minute episode, right? You know, that's a that's actually a really good point too that we've never really seen explored very much in in animated TV is like long form episodes, right? Like Yeah. Th- there's not a lot of shows that do that and you know there's not a lot of Star Wars animation outside of the Clone Wars and Rebels anyway, right? So that would mm-hmm. be a very interesting format if if, we, if they ever moved to that entirely. What if every episode we have is a 40 minute episode, right? I mean, that would yeah interesting i think so well that's been one of the coolest things about disney plus the freedom that they have there and again we we all we always sell like shows for disney plus sorry it's a great service um but like mandalorian directors seem to just get the amount of time they want for their story like right and it looks like i mean filoni's like hey i think i actually want 70 minutes which is almost triple it's more than triple the amount of my clone wars episodes oh yeah sure yeah whatever it's fine yeah Yeah. so again it it didn't feel like three episodes either it felt like one episode yeah it didn't feel like stopping and starting like the episodes usually do so the clone wars movie is definitely three episodes of television i was was literally about to say that Clone Wars (laughs) feels like very clear three episodes it's like all right all right i don't even really need to watch this as a movie like yeah love that uh west episode two episode two um wow Episode two. So I gave 8.9 for the first. I'll give a, I give an 8.1. No, I'll give a 7.9. I can't go that high. 7.9 for episode two. Um, I like the, I like going back to see cut as it was. We got a new, yeah. uh, we got a new hat that we'll probably uh, see if we can find a celebration. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we got some callbacks to, to episode two attack of the clones with the Nexu. Um, I'm really interested to to see where where Omega goes. I like Omega as a character. She is such a good yeah. character. So, um, but I mean, I say 7.9 because I feel that there's got to be there's got to be more coming to us, and I can't rate these so high that I'm just giving 0.1 higher each episode. So I'm yeah. saying 7.9 in the thought that each episode is gonna or there's gonna be episodes in the future that are gonna be a lot better. Yeah. I dig it. All right, Corey. I'll go maybe seven and a half, I guess. Like, uh, I, and this it's hard to rate these sort of back to back too, because one is 70 minutes and the other is not. Yeah. Right? So and the tones are short. completely different as well. Yeah, right. The tones. like, I feel like, I think the second episode is certainly more of a, maybe a quote unquote filler episode. Uh, it might even might be the right word to use. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely focusing on Omega's character development mm-hmm. um, a, a good deal, but 
Um, it felt a little more, I guess, chi maybe childish than, than the 70 minute one. I mean, we're focusing on like, is Hunter going to be a good father figure? And like, not that that's not a good <laughs> yeah. story to tell. It's just like space dads everywhere. <laughs> oh my God. Going from order 66 to space dads felt like a kind of a downgrade to me, to me a little bit, but you know, we're going to get that in the 16 episode show. So, you know, where are you going to yeah. put it? It's got to be in there somewhere. So you got to, you have to put it in there right somewhere so yeah, right. yeah you know yeah um i'm gonna give episode two I'll, I'll go a little lower but i'm still gonna you know be true to form and go pretty high i want to give that one an 8.5 for me i thought that it was just a really solid episode for what it had to be like, i think it was just really good you know yeah. it, it brought us the next chapter uh i agree it's a lot about omega's character development and i'm really excited to see her grow i think that it could easily have been a Grogu scenario where they're like, the young one is the cute thing we focus on, but she has so much agency already. Whereas yeah. Grogu is kind of just like a passenger in the Mandalorian. Yeah. So I'm glad <laughs> we avoid that. But I do love that they all are kind of forming into their own people already. Like yeah. Wrecker yeah. is like Uncle Wrecker is very I sweet. That. That and, great. you know, I love <laughs> yeah. how tender he's getting. And his like little stuff to uh, took a cat in the first episode. I love that. Um, what a and clever, Echo what a clever a... throwback to like bringing back in the deserter. Like, too. yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was such a good. Awesome. Move, I feel like, because <laughs> when, like when they said yeah. Uncle Wrecker, I was like, kids, do you know how many uncles you have? <laughs> <laughs> Millions of uncles, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And they love them all. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was really nice. I mean, you know, a very simple one shot adventure story. Um. Really enjoyed it, but I agree. I didn't have the, the crazy chaos of episode one, so it's not going to get quite as high, but mm. I thought it was a good choice to do that, to have the second yeah. episode be a little quieter and have them literally go underground for a second. Be like, okay, I want to see the Empire starting to form through their eyes. I want to see how they react to chaos. I want to, like, mm -hmm. you know, build that have up. We, and um, Have we ever really heard, that, have we ever heard the term chain codes used in, in Star Wars animation before like they used them in i don't in think the, so in men in mandalorian right like uh, yeah that what they call like that chain code was like a code that even the uh, um well i guess not that clone troopers had but they're that's something else that's something completely yeah. different i mean chain yeah. code is em empire specific because yeah it's, it's, it's like registering it's empire's a security number <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and I, and I and i love the idea for like the conflict was really smart that like cut can't get a chain code or else he's a deserter like he is right. still a person that's deserting, you know. So, a really great, really great choice there. Uh, but let's let's go let's go backwards a little bit to the beginning of episode one because this caused a lot of conversation online, uh, and that Stupid is conversation. <laughs> yes, sir. As it, a lot is, but uh, it, it had some conversation about the legitimacy of books and comics, obviously, which we are very attached to here. Um, Kanan's. Sorry, Caleb. He's not Kanan yet. Uh, Depa and Kanan's reaction. To, I did it again. Depa and Caleb's uh, reaction to Order 66 uh, is very different than it is in the Kanan comic that came out in 2015. Um, if you're unaware of the differences, Alex Damon and Star Wars Explained actually has a really great um, video on it, on, on what changed and kind of things like that. Um, but essentially, it happened in daytime instead of nighttime. It was starting out as a soft moment between the clones and the Jedi, and then it exploded into chaos. So rather than at the end of a battle, um, Depa Balaba's lightsaber is also green instead of blue. Like, I don't get why we keep changing yeah, lightsaber I, colors. I, I don't, don't care. Do oh, I didn't but notice I, that. Yeah. Hmm. I get nothing I, I noticed, but as I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I guess what I'm going to ask you guys, just blanket statement, because um, a lot of people felt different ways about this. People that mm. loved the Kanan comic felt that, oh, do books and comics just really not matter if we want to put a cameo character in because they just erase stuff and other people were like you know canon changes and we're star wars fans and we just kind of roll with it did this bother you guys at all did you even think about it until you saw it being talked about i i definitely didn't think about it um until you until honestly you brought it up just now i, I saw we had it i saw we, there were some slack conversations earlier in the week about mm -hmm. it um but like i don't really care about that kind of stuff that much um I will say my sort of gut reaction to hearing you say something like, oh, they changed the lightsaber color again is like, that's annoying to me. It, it is, it mm -hmm. is a little bit annoying yeah. of like, it's a little it's, annoying. That's, that is a, that one feels like a, a lazy change. Right? Yeah. Like mm, a, definitely. Like, whereas, you know, we've had this conversation a thousand times that like changing the, the canonicity of a single moment is not a big deal. I mean, we're talking about fantasy writing. Yep. 
type of stuff, right? I mean, like, I think that's yep. okay. Thousands fine. of stories. Yes, I think yeah. that's I think that's fine to change things for cameos. I don't really care. You know, like if they were to completely rewrite an entire like story, then maybe that would be a little different, I guess. But like, mm-hmm. it's not like this. This doesn't invalidate the entire Canaan comic. It just tells the story. Maybe the Canaan comic is from his memory. Maybe he remembers. Someone made that point. Yeah, like yeah, right? you know, he was a kid, and I think that, that that's kind of where I come with it too, because we're also proponents of keep reading legends as well. Like we think all the stories are still interesting to read. Yeah. And like if they had said, and then the bad bat shot Kanan in the face. Yeah. Then yeah, not great. Different. Yeah. Like, but as far <laughs> right, as it happened right. in the daytime and it happened in a battle instead of quiet, like the right. same end result happened. Yes. Personally, but Kanan would remember his Jedi's, his master's lightsaber being a different color. He would remember that wrong. Like he would definitely remember. That, yeah. Right? It was green, so... blue. Uh, They were all green or blue. I know. Ah! that's not real all right so don't don't change the lightsaber color that's stupid why do you do that yeah. i don't know um but emma in the chat is actually making a great point yeah. that uh on this week's episode of the cosmic force live on eugenia youtube wednesday evenings at 8 p.m eastern um they had a really good chat about it from comic nerds specifically right that are like they on them on that show that's a horrible sentence them on the that ho- show <laughs> them on that show <laughs> oh they love comic books <laughs> um so they were very uh very, very intense uh, conversation about that. So definitely go check them out for that side of it. Um, but yeah, I think generally, I, I hope they don't do a lot of that going forward. And I, Filoni hasn't let me down, really, yeah. you know? So I trust, I trust if there's a reason for something, there's a reason for something. I, if, if there's ever some kind of documentary somewhere where he gets a chance to explain this, I'm sure it's a, it's a reason that all of us would be entirely comfortable with. Yeah. I guarantee you it would be. So like, you know. Give the men a mic, but I don't know. I don't know. Wes, what do yeah. you think? Any thoughts? Well, it doesn't bother me much because I haven't read the Kanan comic. So when I saw him on screen, I was like, oh, that's Kanan. Well, Caleb Dune. I mean, he said Caleb. I was like, oh, Dune. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, so that came that came directly right. That came yeah. back in a, in a hitch. But um, yeah, I mean, it didn't bother me at all. Even if I had it, read it, um, seeing him on screen is... It's fun in of itself, right? I mean, it's something yeah. to to talk about with your Star Wars friends. That's the whole reason that we have this show to begin with. You know, we're trying to mm-hmm. have a have a good time, recap the show, get some interesting insights that I didn't even think about because that's what happens when we when we talk about the show like this. I come up with or you come up with different things that I haven't even thought about. So it, it makes this it makes the show that much better. So yeah, and, yeah, and Jared. Yeah, Jared in the chat makes a good point. Uh, he says the dialogue is apparently nearly word for word between the show and comic because uh, he reread the comic yesterday, which I think a lot of folks should do. Pick up the comic. It's it's good from what I remember. Get that Marvel Unlimited subscription or whatever you want. So to people that are like, they just ignored it. Like, no, they, is they the, made it. Wait, which lightsaber color is correct, though, like in film and stuff? Is it the uh, one green, the I believe. Show, or is it the one they use in the comic? I believe it's green. So, I, but also, I don't know, like, show? like also knows. in Attack of the Clones, Anakin and Obi-Wan pick up random lightsabers in their arena attack. So who's to say? That's a good point. Yeah, that's you know, a good point. Yeah. Was, and as someone, I love crystal lore. I love lightsaber lore so much personally. Mm-hmm. And I'll get over it, you know? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, too, but I believe the Kanan comic was one of the early comics, too, wasn't it? Yeah, 2015, like, right early acquisition we're talking. <laughs> yeah. That's very early acquisition stuff. Uh, I think everything, everything like 2015 and earlier gets a pass too, by the way. Mm. That's that's kind of how I feel. But I I definitely think they've done a better job of of being clear with canon and stuff. Like we have the whole, we have the whole Ray met Poe in the books thing is kind of a, who yeah. gives a shit? All right. Yep. I think I think it's fine. That's my opinion. You know, I'm not a comics person though, right? So mm-hmm. you know, I certainly do not invalidate the opinion of our cosmic force folks. Like if, if they said they were bothered because they're diehard comic fans, then you know, I think they yeah. have a right to feel that way. But don't go be a douche on Twitter. That's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also realize, like, you know, where where I go, and this is what I want to go next in our conversation, like that moment now included new characters that obviously didn't exist in 2015, the bad batch. And got to incorporate them with the Star of Rebels. Like, it's 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 getting all the universe a little closer together, which I think is always fun. And I wanted to ask you guys now, this is the... Oh, I should have written this down. Like, I don't know, sixth or seventh Star Wars pilot that we've had, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the first episodes of Clone Wars, Rebels, and such. A lot of times when you're trying to get people onto Star Wars animation, even us, we say, hey, first couple episodes, 
first season, like g- give it some time, right? Like it'll, it'll grow on you. Like Clone Wars and Rebels. How many, how many times have we had to talk to our friends about that to be like, no, trust me. I know it's the first season of Clone Wars. Yeah. It gets better. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think this might be the best Star Wars, at least animation pilot that we've maybe ever gotten. I would maybe agree with that. I would maybe agree with that. I mean, I don't know where it would compare in like season seven of Clone Wars. Could you? Would you consider that to be a pilot? I kind of. Oh do. no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking introduction to a series. Like maybe because because they because they are treating this as a like they they say the characters' names eighteen quadrillion times in the first episode. Yeah, like they did. You can jump in. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You can't jump in. You may need to know what Order sixty six is, but maybe not. Actually, I mean, there was so much context of like Order sixty six is the one where they killed the Jedi mm-hmm. and clearly things are changing all around us like that that was done really well so maybe as a jumping in point it is pretty good as a pure quality standpoint i thought the pilot was phenomenal like, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal like it was up there with mandalorian for me i thought it was yeah. a really really good pilot Ooh. I, I still feel Ooh. like this is an extension of the clone wars though right it's the same animation oh, sure. style yeah so i don't i wouldn't typically put it up against the clone wars as yeah. you know trying to to compare it to clone wars rebels um it's definitely better but, than the clone wars pilot <laughs> yeah yes, yeah yeah i agree <laughs> i love that although i like how they literally like, this isn't clone wars to the point where they burned the logo away yes i, I was hoping <laughs> like, you would bring that up that was totally unnecessary I I like, loved it. we're done with it all right i thought it was hilarious like like yeah. they showed the logo and i was like oh come on after all the crap that everybody was yelling about online they're like this is not the clone wars not the clone wars and like yeah. it's the logo then they burned it i'm like all right. All right. All right. I get it. All right. I get it. All right, Dave. Fine. Yes. Uh, also, uh, real quick, uh, on the last thing on the Canon thing, Cheryl put a great point in the chat. I hadn't even thought about that in the Canon comic is from Canon's point of view. And this is a trauma memory for a child's mind. So he could have remembered that the storm, that the, the clones were a lot friendlier and it was a lot calmer before it happened because in the heat of battle, like trauma can put a lot of blocks in your mind. That's a good point. So, yeah, very dark, mm. but absolutely possible. Um, but yeah, I thought they did a really nice job in this pilot. Like I said, introducing the characters, because I assume 99.9% of the people watching this have watched the Bad Batch in Clone Wars season seven already. Um, but I thought they did a great job I, I, of, you know, I would actually, sorry to interrupt. I would actually no. disagree with that statistic. I, right? I, I bet that it is a, it is a much larger percentage of people that have not seen Clone Wars at all than, than, you, than you think. I, bet I, I think wonder so. what that's like. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's why That's why I was trying to answer your question about the quality of the pilot from the perspective of like mm-hmm. uh, somebody that's totally new because, mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you just like thinking about it logistically, committing to watching a brand new TV show that launched directly to Disney Plus versus seven seasons of an already existing show is not like people mm-hmm. are that's way true. more likely just to start something fresh. There's a lot of stuff on on Reddit, too, and online about, like, can I start with Bad Batch if I haven't seen Clone Wars? And people Mm -hmm. would advise them and stuff. So They get a a great jumping off point, too, with the Order 66 uh, just situation itself. So that that kind of gives it a boost, in a sense, for it being one of the best pilots that they've created. Yeah. Because they get Order 66, and they get to tell that story. Because everybody wants it. Everybody wants to know about it, because we got... So yeah. little throughout the movies. Well, I think that's a cool point too, because this this pilot did a great job at introducing the characters in more fleshed out ways. Like we we made a bunch of jokes in our Slack about the dad batch as they are now. Like they're they are very warm, especially in the second episode. But uh, we went through our favorite characters from season seven on our preview episode we did last weekend, and um, we talked about who we loved from that arc. Who we were excited to see more of. And I want to ask you guys now, after the first two episodes, has your favorite Bad Batch member changed? Because we got total probably somewhere around 90 to 100 minutes in in season seven, period. So we've already doubled our our time with the Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. So has your favorite member changed now that you've seen them be a little more dad-like? Mine hasn't. I forgot who I haven't picked. (laughs) (laughs) Breaker. Those are contradictions, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I said, but I was right. <laughs> I uh, I said crosshair, and mine is definitely changed. Oh, right. Yeah, the giant a little bit now. <laughs> In classic Corey fashion, mine's now the enemy, the villain of the show. Oh so. Corey gets a shirt. Crosshair was right. That's all. <laughs> 
Just follow yeah, the rules. A, he's a giant douche now, so you know, I don't really <laughs> like him that much anymore. Was well, it his fault? He got put right back into the yeah. into the Camino and like surgery room or whatever. I know, I know. They <laughs> zapped him up. Buzz turned it yeah. they increased it. <laughs> Well, so who do you got now? Who who's your who's your number oh, one know. on the I squad? Mean, Hunter is growing on me a lot, man. I really like him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cheryl says I mean, still so her favorite. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about, you, what about you? Oh man, you Hunter, right? Uh, Hunter, Tech. Did I? Tech. No, I picked Tech. Uh, yeah, it was Emma's favorite tick. still. Tick. 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 <laughs> oh my god, we'll get to, we'll get to her in a second. Um. Oh man, it's really hard. I think Tech. Is still my favorite, but I guys, I am loving Echo. Like I loved him. Oh early yeah, man. On. I always forget about Echo because he's kind of like. New, but yeah, and obviously yeah. how I love things. I uh, I'm in this Facebook group that gives you codes for sideshow collectibles cash, and I just I just bank for a year, and then I'll buy a figure at like 150 bucks off, mm-hmm. and but- I'm banking again now, and I see the Echo figure, and I'm like. Ooh, that helmet's real cool because it does that thing we thought where it slides onto his head and stuff. Yeah, oh, it like, does yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's open Dude, on the well, outside. That explains that explains why his helmet is so narrow. Yeah, yeah. But I, I loved I loved him and like him and Tech as a team in episode two. I was like, oh, I can get behind this partnership. Yeah, that was great. It was really <laughs> yeah, cool. but also Wrecker's great. I love cute dad. I love Wrecker with his little his little Lula and like <laughs> they're all. I love them all, which I think is honestly. Yeah. Show, I didn't love them each as much Me either. in they're their original like, art. They're very likable characters. Like, yeah, yeah. The job of they're very different from each other. Being their like character traits and arc and yeah. stuff, and like I'm a I'm a big fan. Like, yeah, and even episode two, which wasn't really that that much about combat, which is like take away combat and like the the leader, the tech, the sniper. Like it it can be really hard, especially yeah. in a lot of military based shows, to make them interesting mm-hmm. out of the battle. And I thought they were even more interesting. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> Echo did the R2 thing. I was going to bring that up. Like, we joked about that last last week. Like, how many times do you think we're going to see that? In the second episode, we had it twice. Twice. No, no, no. Three times. He does nope. it again, like, at the end of the show. Yeah. Three times. So we're still we averaging more than one an episode. So, <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was so happy about it. Um, but honestly, my, my other answer may be another character. But before we get to that character, tonight's a special night in the Utini live stream universe because <laughs> we. As heads of the company, uh, double booked ourselves and bumped one of our creators out of a time slot because <laughs> usually uh, at 8 p.m. On, on Fridays, we'd be doing Uchini game night. And what we're going to do tonight is that direct, directly after our bounty hunt show, uh, we hope that some of you stick around because Andrew Bell, or one of our buddies, is going to be playing, is it Jedi Outcast, Wes? Yes, Jedi Outcast. So it's a, it's a, it's a sequel to Dark Forces 2. So if you play Dark Forces 2... And this is the this is the follow up to it. Yeah. So we wanted to to one thank Andrew for being so flexible, but two like give a promo for you your Utini Friday night. Uh, we don't know when Bounty Hunt's gonna be every week because sometimes we get crazy schedules. Like this weekend, we're like, oh my god, wait, the first episode, we're all gonna be gone. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, stick around. Now, Wes, you said you, did you make up a thing? Uh, I'm well, I made a thing uh, a couple days ago, but we can show it. Uh, so everybody, if everybody wasn't able to see yeah. it on Twitter, then I have it pulled up so we can look at it right now. Yeah, get a little preview of what you can see if you hang around for Eugenie game night after this. Here we go. I love that so much. This never gets old, never gets old. And you can ask Andrew to write your name on the wall. That's right. You join. <laughs> Can't really draw that well. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go. No. No, I wasn't. I love that so much. This never okay. gets old. He's having a good time. Whatever that might have been. Um, that's one of the things that I, I think was missing in Jedi Fallen Order was... Uh, being able to really just draw with your lightsaber on anything you want. So uh, <laughs> hang around after the show tonight uh, to see Andrew draw some names and shapes with his lightsaber. <laughs> and uh, Listen, We all know what he was drawing, right? We have to just, <laughs> we have to just go. No, there. we don't. Nobody <laughs> knows not... what he was drawing. Only oh, on Patreon, I, baby. I, I, uh, I, but all right. No There's no way to possibly guess what he would be drawing. <laughs> there is not. Um, that is a phallic 
fallacy. A fallacy. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, so fa- <laughs> but now back to Bad Batch. We have a we have a we have a question for the hosts from our very own Cheryl Bell, which we talked about during our Patreon watch party, which we haven't mentioned yet. We watched this with our patrons on Tuesday night. Uh, the the pilot. It was a great time. Um, and Cheryl asks, "What is in each guy's backpack?" Do we think now? She says Wrecker's backpack is an air fryer and he makes chicken wings on the go. <laughs> so I think that's definite. Um, tech, the pilot taught me anything. Tech has about 83,000 bombs because he was just <laughs> no, no, no. slinging has, them. It's just, it's just a backpack full of cords that don't go to anything that he has. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's that got, friend. He's one oh, yeah, you're, gonna need, you're gonna need that micro, cord for something. He's got micro USB and micro HDMI, but he's never used any of those. You're not even sure why he has those cords. They're all just like tied up in a knot. Oh my god! I, I think uh, Echo <laughs> just has a copy of the Old Man in the Sea. Oh god! That's it. God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna see what our what our audience is. If uh, if you like that joke, if you don't get it, copy of iRobot or whatever. Just <laughs> to be like. Is it me? Is that who I am? <laughs> um, what would Hunter Stop have? It. You know what? Stop After it. episode two, Hunter has like snacks for Omega. Mm. It's just juice boxes yeah, and animal crackers. There's a parenting book in there, probably. <laughs> yeah. How to be a parent, but also kill things. That's right. His By bo- Anakin he has, Skywalker. He has boxing gloves <laughs> and <laughs> like a dirty sweatshirt because he's rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. At least, at least one additional knife because he keeps yes. always keep pulling knives from random places. Yeah, a lot of lot of knife knife places for Hunter, which I enjoy. But uh, I guess the character that I do think I enjoy the most, and I'm really glad because on May the Fourth, I did buy this character's Funko as well as the Funkos for all the Bad Batch. Um, for a yeah. full list of what Eric Balk on May the Fourth, uh, <laughs> tune in to Living Force this Monday night. I will show you. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> Omega. Yeah. New character. Yeah. She was yeah. bad. I thought such she a, was great. Such a mystery, too. We still know nothing about her, basically. Like, she yeah, seems to be like a clone. She has some superpower, and we haven't quite figured yeah. it out yet, which mm-hmm. is awesome. They, they laid those seeds for us, Corey. Yes, yeah. they have. They have laid the seeds, but I still can't quite figure it out. Like, any theories? You want to speculate a little bit? Uh, Ooh, yeah. Go yeah. West. West, I listened. Here. Well, I listened to Force Toast on the way into work today. Nice. And, uh, and, wasn't Alice. Um, Laura. Laura said. Well, I met two that, years ago today at a bar trivia. Nice, nice. Laura said, and it blew my mind, that she thinks that uh, Omega is a Force-sensitive clone. That is exactly what I thought. <laughs> yep. Interesting. That I think is so. I, 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 that is not crazy. my theory. My theory okay. is that she has some combination of all of their uh, abilities. Ooh. Yeah, like because we've seen her mimicking hunter right oh yeah Wes, can you throw up that that little thing that has her mimicking hunter yeah, for yeah. me because um, yeah i noticed that charlie noticed that she's like oh she's watching them and she's a mimic um but this meme i think is the uh special we- presentation. i, I, I didn't know, even right? notice any of this yeah i totally <laughs> did i totally did uh well actually you know what out of these pictures i think the only one i totally noticed was the bottom right one the Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, here. I watched that one, yeah, and I really thought she was gonna mimic like like tech in the second episode, mm-hmm. but she didn't, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't think she did. But anyway, anyway, I I thought uh, I think she's gonna be some combination of all of their powers, and the fact that she's a female is somehow a result of that. That's my theory. Hmm. Uh, because it takes it takes five dudes to be as good as one woman. I'll buy that. I will 100% subscribe yes, to that. I love that. Like, um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like messing with their genetics, messing with yeah. their genetics, like also messed with the messed with their. Yeah, to uh, bring the best, most badass four, five men, you have made a young a little girl. girl, a little huh. girl. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. yep. Very that's good. how the world works. I, I know. I I like the idea. I there's a couple ways I think it could go. Right, like one, she's mimicking him because of an emotional tie, um, which I think is a beautiful storyline. Um, they're always she's obviously the one that's or he's the one that's closest to her. Obviously, um, they're seen in episode two where she says she wants to stay. I thought it was really nice. Uh, I do like the force sensitive idea that she can like it's very Anakin like, right? Like, I don't know why I can, he can just do things and she like she mm-hmm. can just do things well uh, that I think is pretty cool. But I really like that she is, again, having agency over where she's going. Like mm-hmm. Mando took Grogu places because I got to take care of this baby. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. She's like, no, I want to come with you guys. Like, right. You're on the run. I will be on the run too. And I really like that cut is talking to Hunter, I think. Yeah. And he's like, you know, oh, she's just a, we don't know why she's here. And cuts like every clone is, is made for a purpose. That was such a beautiful. Yeah. Thing. I mean, that's, I think yeah. that's part of those like seeds they're planting and stuff. And yeah. Aaron Thompson just said in the cat in, in, in the cat in the cat. Aaron Thompson said in the chat, I loved her. Uh, I didn't know there was this uh, this this much dirt in the whole galaxy moment. That was. Yes! I yes! really listen. That was uh, like a what, 24 minute episode. 20. Yep. 24 minute episode. And they spent a lot of time on those little moments of. Yeah. Like, of like, yeah. like making her spend time with touching the dirt and like, like mm -hmm. the, a lot of time, like there was like several minutes yeah. they used up on that. So I, I think it's really great character development that like they're addressing the fact that this, that this little girl has been on Camino her whole life and has never yeah. seen it not rain. Right. So yeah, right, like, yeah. that's Seattle. gotta be a bummer, man. And like, it's like living in Seattle your whole life. But <laughs> like I, someone on Twitter made a, a mashup video of her getting out of the, the ship with Rapunzel's song entangled. <laughs> and if, if you want to look it up, I retweeted it. It's hilarious. It's beautiful for all the Disney lovers. Great character. But I really do like where she's going. What's uh, her I pendant, love her key. Right? Yeah, her, her, her pendant, which. Which she doesn't have now. She took it off. Why'd she take it off? That's weird. I don't know. She's her not hair is it messed now. up. It'll be something interesting. Like, also, she's she's a Kiwi. I, I love her accent. Yeah, yes. she, her accent, like, it, it gets me. I love it. Huntick. <laughs> um, my name's Omega. I like, love it. Fuck. Phenomenal. We a, yeah. We have another we have another screen share we can we can throw up here. Yeah, I'll throw up another that's, thing about Omega. That's I just read now and it's freaking Yeah, how great. the whole fandom basically felt uh <laughs> Yeah, I think that pretty much uh <laughs> <laughs> Protect Omega at all costs. Oh man. Strong, um, strong. If anything happened to her, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious. Now, I do hope despite the meme I think this, this is funny and good. Grogu <laughs> did. We've talked about this. Grogu got a little much as far as the meme culture and the like the mm, adorable baby. I'm officially like, officially tired of baby Yoda. I can. Yeah, I can, I can say that like now at this point. Yeah, but I feel better about where Omega's going because she's you? more I like, so. yeah, a little more, a little more in touch. And I'm, I'm really I'll be honored to have her target exclusive Funko that will arrive sometime in July. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very uh, much fans right. of Omega. Another character, Tarkin. How about Tarkin being in the in the episode? Yeah, dude, Tarkin like, is rad. Scary. He's so <laughs> scary, scary, man. He's admiral, right? He's an admiral. So admiral yes. now. So Moss aren't a thing yet. I don't think. What was he before? Since the last time we saw him in what was know. it? Rebels or what? Did we see him in Clone Wars in season seven? We saw him in Clone. Uh, I don't know about. I don't know season, season seven. seven, but we definitely okay. saw him in Clone Wars. So the last time that we saw him, like. Time wise, would have been Rebels. Well, that's, yeah. No, no, well, so what was he in Rebels? What's after Admiral? Oh, <laughs> right. Rank what? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. he must have been him off by then. Yeah, Grand Admiral so. was the only other position above Admiral. Yeah, in, yeah. In the, in the in the Navy or in the like Star Wars Navy, not hmm. like real Navy, but like Star Wars Navy. Like Grand yeah. Admiral is above yeah. Admiral. What about Commodore? Where's Commodore? Commodore is above. Commodore's Admiral below. Too. I think it's oh, below. Yeah. Below. Okay. All right, Look so, this up because it confused when I was listening or reading the uh, the Thrawn books. Thrawn, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I would assume that as of right now, Mister Funny Buzzy Slippers, as yes, Cheryl says, and as Charlie loves to say, um, he is still I think going by his Clone Wars rank because we're still like yeah. Order sixty six okay. just happened, so I think right. we're still going by Republic ranks. But he does still frequently go by Governor Tarkin too. Like, I'll oh right, because he gets stuff. made a Governor of the Sector. Yeah. Well. Nope. He had some clout, right? So he had some. Oh yeah. He walked in there and was like, "Listen, this is how it's going to be." Listen, this We're contract not gonna... is bogus. Yeah. We're out. <laughs> if it, we if don't want to pay you anymore. If they have, yeah, like... I found a, I found a loophole. You signed a contract with the Republic, but that shit don't exist no more. Now we are the <laughs> what Empire. A flex. I'm going to use that as my employer. Just rips the data pad in half. Oh, You're like, how did you do you got that? A problem with oh. that? Talk to my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, live fire. Um, hey, not a great idea. Live fire <laughs> on all the clones. Like, what the dude. hell was the point of that? What was the point of that? What was he trying it's to do? Power. Like, I think Tarkin has wanted to flex from the day he was born. Uh, oh, there it Whoa. is. All right. You want to read it off? Adam, just put it in the chat. Yeah, Adam just just uh, educated us a little bit. So lower, starting at captain, then up to commodore, then rear admiral, then vice admiral, then admiral, 
then admiral of the fleet. There you go. And then okay. would there be grand admiral after that? Maybe. This Adam Maybe. is Adam is act well. I guess he's. I don't know if he's civilian now, but he was in the military in, okay. in Australia. Okay. So he knows. So, yeah. Yeah. He, he would. I trust his. his I believe there. Thank you. Uh oh, Dad. Okay. Great question from Cheryl. Had this thought while watching it. So Camino obviously still going. Camino literally never talked about outside the prequels ever. <laughs> it's true. So the question Cheryl asks: How soon until Camino gets destroyed by the Empire? I don't know. Good question. Oh. Because I think that might be. You know what Filoni loves? Sieges. Yeah. Um, like every animation season ends with a giant siege of a planet. I think that I think Camino's going down this season. Right. Yeah. So like Camino Caminoans too are like apparently not clearly sided, right? No. Like in, they're business uh, people. In the Clone Wars, they're like they kind of seem evil, right? Because they're all like pro order sixty six trying to hide that from the Jedi and everything. But like now that one medical scientist like saved yeah. the Bad Batch there at the end, right? So like Whose side are they on? I think they're on the side of the, you know, the highest payer, I guess. So, right? Yeah. And then yeah. How big eventually pocketbook is. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, totally. And I think that like Palpatine knows that, too. So I think that there has to be part of his plan because he plans everything meticulously. That would eventually be like Obi-Wan accidentally made it to Kamino. Right. He found the saber dart. He, he was never supposed to get there. So I think that Palpatine is like, Okay, there's no way we can risk anyone getting back to Camino ever again, and and finding any of that like line. So I think he's gonna, like obviously the Death Star isn't ready yet, but mm. it I think destroying sound, the facility is 100 percent what's gonna happen. It doesn't sound too hard to get rid of it either. It would just sink into the sea, right? So you yeah, could like just... four platforms. <laughs> no, I think they do. they, uh, they do hard. address Camino does exist in Legends. I'm pretty sure, Jared. You can correct me on that, but I I believe that Camino is a thing. Please correct him right now like, in the chat. Yeah, I think it's I think it's mentioned. Like, yeah, no, I, I I think you're I right. Specifically, that... remember the Legacy yeah. of the Force series when talking about Boba Fett and his like. Boba Fett's like aging thing and they went back to Camino or something like that. Like it's in the it's in Legends, but I think you're right in canon. It's not been ever addressed. So yeah, I, I think destruction in the facility is absolutely probable. Um, I mean, they're not going to glass the planet, but yeah. but Cheryl, yeah, to answer your question, I think legend. within this oh, season, right. I think within yeah. this. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. Um, but speaking of the whole season, Crosshair's betrayal in the first episode, not the most surprising thing in the world because he talks like a snake. And which is great to be clear, it's just very intentional. He is clearly uh the antagonist now for the crew. He is yeah. he is going after them. His chip has been activated. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think this he like he is essentially the big bad of the series? Do you think that he's always chasing them, or do we think that we get a oh man? I don't know. Do you think that he gets fixed? six episodes in and then joins back up for the remainder of the season. Something. I think that one, <laughs> I mean, this, this show is 16 episodes. I, I yeah. don't know that yeah. they can make him a big bad for 16 episodes. I think we're going to have something else. And I have no idea what that's going to be like, which is I, so I'm, exciting. I'm still a little surprised that we addressed order 66 so quickly. I know we all sort of agreed that that was probably going to happen, but like, I don't know, I guess yep. part of me didn't really actually believe that because now we're well past order 66 and mm-hmm. Now what? Right. I have no idea. Yeah. They're on the run. Oh, and like, of course, in my in my recap, I didn't even mention that we went to Onderon and met oh, Guerrera. Guerrera. Yeah, like, totally. Who, again, yeah. legally has to be in every star's property. So there we go. Check. Um, I loved how much of the trailer, too, that we saw was in the first episode. Like it was Saw. I was like, oh, Saw is going to be a big part. Nah, probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He might show back up, but. Maybe, maybe later. I really thought when they said that they were going to go see their accomp- their accomplice or whatever, it was going to be him. I rest of it yeah, we're gonna go see. Yeah, no, I thought that was totally possible, but he 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 spent a good time there, and obviously that's where they realized that the Empire was sending probe droids and spying on them and wanting them to kill innocents, and that's why they eventually, obviously, left. But Crosshair's well, defection is interesting because he was still okay with some of that even before his chip got activated. So there's stuff to work on. Yeah. I think that I think that Crosshair they put him into service, if you will, to track down Jedi in say, the, ne- say the next couple episodes. And you see him that's like cool. use it, but then that would be a fun arc. That but then they find him, out, like with the Inquisitors or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but then they find out that the Bad Batch is becoming a bit more of a nuisance than they want. They're in they're in there trying to re infiltrate, or they're trying to you know 
screw up their whole system and the Imperials. So then they they they're like, you know what? Crosshair knows them a lot better than anybody. So let's have mm-hmm. him, you know, form a team like a man Justice League. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! Crosshair gets the, because that that also begs the question though that we had there's so much Feloniverse to work with, right? We've had yeah. seven seasons of Clone Wars, we'd have seasons of Rebels. There's characters that we can pluck, like Cut. Like I think I agree. Like what we said earlier, it was a great idea to use him. We know Rex is coming in through the trailer. Um, those slavers that Anakin and Ahsoka ran into, we're gonna see them. Do you think there's a line where there might be too many? cameos or do you realistically think that like it's let's play the greatest hits let's see a lot of the old stuff what do you think i'm i'm, I'm all for as many cameos as they can throw in i don't care yeah. sweet like me too i just want to ask the question if they ride it into the story and the story like runs smooth and runs well then all, i'm all for it yeah i'd yeah. love to yeah. see i love Absolutely. those callbacks i mean listen we there's probably some term for this and like in like literature right but like we know the characters that we know because they're important right so like yeah. we're learning more about the state of the galaxy and the state of the rebellion like of, of course we're going to run into the leadership of those types of things because they played enormous roles in these yeah. critical like turning points in galactic history so i don't think it's unreasonable at all that we run into Saul Guerrero or we run into you know Caleb Doom, right? Like, I don't think that's unreasonable. Or like some time. really important sympathetic politicians that are still alive in this era. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Who we I already would, have character who, models for. I would. Uh, <laughs> who could you be talking about here? <laughs> I would. Uh, I would really. Maybe this would be a fun question to address. Is anybody you would really like to see? I mean, I would really like to see a um, like teenage Boba Fett. Maybe like I guess he's sure. not too much of a teenager, but I don't know. We don't have any idea what time they're going to cover. Maybe they'll skip forward ten years. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> I'd like to see a teenage Boba Fett might be fun. I would love to see Darth Vader maybe with a brief cameo. Yep. Like we haven't. I'd seen like much. that. Um, animated what's in this what's Yoda up to? Like right after he leaves and goes yeah. into exile. That might be interesting. Ah, that's too much. Too much of a callback. Is that too yeah. much? I don't know. It might. It might be too much. Yeah, For self exile, might be I. I, mean, I, want an, I want an entire episode where they just go meet baby Luke Skywalker. I'm just kidding. <laughs> baby Luke Skywalker, Tatooine. They just like oh care my for God. They, like, they like give Owen and, and Bruce some like parenting tips because they've learned yeah. some stuff at this point. No, it's we get it. I know Mega right. is Luke's first kiss, but they're like kids and it's innocent. Um, no, he's like, <laughs> Luke's like six months old. Uh, no, my, I mean, I'd love to see Bale. Come on, let's be real. I'd love to see Bale Organa, um, but I don't think they're going to they're gonna let him be that high profile. Um, mm. Unless it's like, uh, remember when Bale made that resistance base on Crate? So maybe we go to Crate and meet some early, early rebellion stuff. That'd, that'd be, be cool. Ooh, crate, um, yeah, that'd be a good call. But I do think it's it's very likely, purely because of the technicalities of making the model. I think we're gonna see Dryden Boss. I think they made him for that hologram in season seven, and I think they spent cool. time for a reason. And I I want to see the Bad Batch, see the syndicates. I want them to get into the crime world. And I think Dryden is a character that I, I loved him in solo. I like that. I'd love to see a lot more of him. Yeah. You know, there was that what there was an interesting little line. I mean, I really have no idea where, where the show's gonna go. But yeah, I did find cool. the line interesting where he's talking to uh the farmer guy, the deserter. What's his name? Cut. 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 When he was talking to Cut and he says, How do you do it? And he's like, What? How do you how do you lay low? And he's like, You gotta go to the middle of nowhere and just do that. Lay low. Like, yeah, is that what they're gonna do? Like, I mean, what's this show even about? Like, I have yeah. no idea. It's funny because he's like, you know, what? What are you gonna do? Is like, oh, we're gonna go on a, on a nowhere planet and buy a plot of land. That's all we need. And I'm like, this is what Corey threatens to do once a week in the UTD <laughs> Slack. <laughs> like, this is guys. I'm just gonna go somewhere. <laughs> done. <laughs> I'm done. I know. Did they exactly did they talk right. about where they were going at the end of the episode? No, I didn't catch uh, it. No. Okay. Not so at yeah, all. they just there's that sort of heartwarming moment between Omega mm-hmm. and Hunter, and then they're like, then they jump to hyperspace, and that's it. I have, no, I have no idea what the hell this. Yeah, Rex about. can't be far off, I think, because the fact that they said, you know, I think it was really smart that they didn't put Rex in the second one, but he said, oh, Rex was here, and he said something about the inhibitor is chip. He, is he in so the now, show? Yeah, he's in the trailer. He's in a shot. He was in a trailer. Okay. Um, so I think now, but now they know for sure that Rex is on their side because of that story. They're like, oh, he yeah. knows about the chips, so yeah, they don't have point. to be afraid. That's a good point. I, I don't need the, are you good or bad, like 18 times. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just know we're allies. So I think yeah. 
I think that's coming in the next maybe three or four episodes. You know, they they they, they name dropped him. So, yeah. But yeah, I think you're I, you're right. There's just so much possibility ahead. Like this is the longest season we've had. I mean, Mandalorian episodes were a little longer, but they were eight or nine or 13 episodes. Like this is 16 episodes of television. There's a lot of arcs. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of weeks, man. And it was it, it was a full what 33 minutes I saw that was on the time clock for the actual episode. So they weren't they're not like 20 minute episodes. Yeah, at least we get. Yeah, you know, we get a little length to them. Yeah. Um, so I do have something to add here. Do and, it. And, and bear with me. Eric, I just oh. realized you're drinking beer out of a coffee mug, but yes. <laughs> let me stay on my point here. So we, <laughs> we just got you coffee mug. <laughs> so we just got done reading Victory's Price, right? And Soren Keys dies trying to blow up this database of names and try to save lives. Giant other people, spoiler right? for Victory Price. If you had holy shit, that book. sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, God, so <laughs> we can edit that out if we want to. <laughs> Anyways, so now we see like we see the origin of that database in in episode two. Right, so they're just they're trying to get yeah, chain so, codes yeah, on everybody. Oh, so, right. So that's what he actually did. Is he blew up a social security? Yes, yes. So it's from the alpha <laughs> to the omega on the database. I can't believe I just let a spoiler off like that. Way to go, Wes. Hey, yeah. I'll be here. I'll be here all night. <laughs> that could be something. Yeah, like, I mean, the like why watching the empire grow is something that we haven't really gotten. We've been inside the empire in some books. We've been in the rebellion, but like actively watching it from people who were integral to the Republic mm-hmm. as warriors is such a cool concept. And I'm excited to see like some episodes. I do think we're going to be on barren outer rim, nothing planets, but some episodes I do think we're going to be pretty close to the action. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a whole new government. And I was, I was shocked. Charlie pointed this out as we were watching how quickly I'm emotionally turned on the clones. Oh, like yeah. the regs. I well, was like, there are like, stormtroopers. I was, I was gonna bring that up, dude, because like I, I now wonder like more about the inhibitor chips. Like maybe the inhibitor chips is something that like the the, the Camino and like talked about all the time, but is not actually used at all. Like like did they like turn them they've been off this whole time and now they're like on. So now all the clones are like inhibited, like truly inhibited, because they said yeah. they're different now. They seem totally different, yeah. right? So yeah. that makes me wonder if like they were just well trained to follow orders, but the inhibitor yeah. chips were like not actually used up until this point. I don't know. It's like, got to be something along those lines. Because how come it didn't affect Cut? How come yeah. Cut's not like his? Yeah. Didn't flip well, the no Jedi and wanted to go. There were no Jedi around there. But shouldn't he? Shouldn't he think like, yeah. oh, I need to go like do my duty, yeah. right? Maybe maybe you have to be like within a certain radius of like the transmitter to like turn it on. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, Bluetooth. 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 Yeah. Work outside of like a hundred feet or something. <laughs> Sixty six is definitely interesting, and I think we're. I mean, we're going to see so many evolutions of it, and I'm, I'm really, I'm just really stoked for that. And as we as we wrap up here, um, again, a reminder: once we're out of here, we're going to take a quick little break on the channel. Then Andrew's coming back with some Eugenie game night action for you. Um, can we just give a standing slash sitting because we have camera angles ovation to D Bradley Baker because dude is doing uh, like All an entire got, ensemble every got episode. Raise for the show. <laughs> oh my god! Like, what was the joke if he got paid per character that he did? <laughs> yeah, I like so. give him the friend salary per character and like. But yeah, they all sound different. They all have unique voices. He's also doing other clones they bring in. He's doing auxiliary stuff. I mean, yeah. just I, 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 uh, I think it was Seth Green tweeted that like D. Bradley Baker deserves an Emmy nomination for the Bad Batch, and I'm like, yes, because he's gonna get forgotten. I know that cool this is, is the same dude, and none of these yeah. people are real. So yeah. just like incredible, maybe one of the best. Perf- no, definitely one of the best performances in Star Wars history. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't like, wait. He's like Mel Blanc back in the uh, yes! days when he voiced all of those yep. like Looney Tunes characters pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And he's just as weird. You want to watch some YouTube video <laughs> interviews with D. Bradley Baker? He's an odd duck. I love him. <laughs> want to get a cup of coffee with him? It's uh, it's interesting. <laughs> but uh, on, on that, we're at about a. We're getting here at the end. Any any last thoughts on just the first two episodes? This this again, this episode is a little more general wash on the introduction of the series. 
Um, every week we'll be back doing only one episode at a time. Uh, is really, any, is there any more? Is there any more like major, like maybe major not plot major, stuff, mi- minor stuff that we didn't really, we haven't really addressed? I mean, all you guys that are listening, throw it in the chat if there's anything major, minor that we didn't really address. Like, yeah, like the whole shock T little thing was incredible. Ugh. Where the, the fifth or sixth time she's died or whatever. Oh my god, that was. But yeah, that was heavy. I really, I love her. That. Um, that was all tough. The, all the. Uh, yeah, their little personal quarters being kind of a mess was an interesting touch. Yeah, and They're I love so that... unlike every all the other regs. Yeah, yeah, all the the scratching in the 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 successful missions, very much yeah. like Ray and Force Awakens, yeah, scratching oh, yeah. away the days. And also, I think that's a brilliant narrative device because they've done all these missions, so the list of people they know is exhaustive. Yeah, because every time they save someone, they probably made a connection. That's probably true. And then text Rolodex, his Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. Um, so I think that's definitely definitely a bit of it. Oh, they had a callback to when Wrecker was bench pressing the gonk droid in season seven. He oh, kept yeah. He was doing curls. What's he him? doing that? Just, this gonk droid is around just for him to use as a curl. Poor, poor droid just like, huh? Gonk. Uh. Dude, more gonk, the better. Period. Oh, yeah. Everything. Good more stuff. Bail Organa, more gonks. <laughs> yeah. Every show, but. But I think that's that's about the gist of it, guys. Um, next week, so we don't, as far as I know, we don't have like an episode title. I don't really care to speculate an, a, a week from today. Like it's, we have a full week to the next one. We usually do yeah. these a little later. Um, I guess we don't really know where it's going. But no, what? No let, let's let's end on this. What's what one thing excites you the most? going forward in the in the immediacy not in the whole series but just the next couple episodes what has you the most excited that maybe you hadn't thought about before the series began uh, one thing i just thought about was when do they bring in the inquisitors is the inquisitors going to be are those just solely for rebels series or are they going to bring them in in this part this is this is almost overlapping rebels right? yeah yeah. I'd I'd love it because I want to see Inquisitors right. in Rebels this out. animation style. Rebels is I want to far forward. Still. Yeah, I it's, it's pretty 90s, early. I think it's nine nine eighty or uh, BBY maybe. I don't know. There's yeah. a good distance there, and also Darth Vader was literally just created. Yeah, right. right. He has to create the Inquisitor program. So yeah, and it's in okay. the comics. We got some time, but but I do think it's possible we might see some. Oh, God, oh, I'm gonna even talking uh, about sh- it. Yeah, Cheryl put in the chat. Yeah. Fennec Shand. We're also yeah. gonna see yeah. Fennec Shand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That'll be rad. That'll be awesome. I'm really excited to see what happens with Omega. I mean, like, obviously, she's obviously going to be a huge part of the show. And Yeah. What's her thing? What's her power, man? I want to know. <laughs> Omega. I hope we find out soon. You know what her power is? She listens. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> a power none of us have on this show, that's exactly. for sure. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see whether the show is going to go more of, like, the traditional Clone Wars three or four episode arcs, or it's going to be shorter one shots. Um, Cause obviously the first episode was so long. It was kind of like three episodes. Mm-hmm. As far as length goes, this one was, was definitely a one shot. So I'm excited to figure out what the format's going to be. I think there's pros and cons to both of them, but uh, I, I'm really encouraged by how emotionally founded the show is. And I probably knew that in the back of my head, but to confirm like how tender a lot of them are without sacrificing their battle abilities i think really shows a, a solid foundation for this show and yeah you're right though it's omega i can't wait to see what she does and how she views the galaxy because yeah. it's how we would view it never been anywhere it's probably really exciting oh and we didn't show that we didn't show the screen cap of the of the hat that charles needs to buy oh, when yes. he goes to celebration sorry <laughs> snow cat and, <laughs> and this hat. guy that pool hat look at that weirdo pool hat. That caterpillar looking hat. hat. Oh my god! <laughs> this is my pool hat. It that is one and caterpillar looking hat. It's gross, actually. No, that one and Snoke's heads. We need to find two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Celebration vendors, get on it. We want hats. I don't care about armor or helmets. I want hats <laughs> specifically. Uh, this show is going to be filled with so many of our favorite characters. Rex, Fennec Shand. It's going to be filled with a lot of new favorites. I mean, every animation. Sh- property brings new favorite characters i'm so excited as a reminder we will be back every weekend we'll be doing this live show days are going to change time's going to change so if you don't catch us live 
These are going to stay up on YouTube. We do have a, a podcast feed just for Bounty Hunt. Um, check the Utini Twitter uh, feed. I know we have it there. And I know that in the description of our videos, you can find it if you want to download and listen to us. We will be around. Oh, it feels good to have Star Wars TV back. Definitely. I missed it, and I never had it until two years ago. But now I miss it when it's gone. Yeah. All right. Well, all of you in the chat, thanks for hanging out on Friday night. Make sure to give Andrew some love as he draws some uh, Bad Batch names only on the walls of Jedi Outcast. But that will do it, my friends, for this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. Keep your eyes out next weekend for our next hunt. When we'll be diving into episode three of the Bad Batch. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council. And Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about the Bad Batch and our Discord community at utini.com discord. Please, please be respectful with your spoilers. And be sure to follow the main show on Twitter at LivingForcePod and all of us individually for our latest thoughts on all things Star Wars. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. Wes is at Boss Wes. And Charles is at C. Hankel. Until next time... Gunk! Tick. Gunk! That's all I got, Wes. Take me off. <laughs> You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com. 